DJ Swift Wild Fingers. He's so meow. Yay! Happy, happy hump day. Happy, happy humpy. Happy, happy humpy day. Happy, happy humpy. What is up, Tracio9 peoples? Tracio9 family. Tracio9 folkers in the traffic. What is going up? What is going down? What's going to the left? What's going to the right? I had nothing to say at that point, so I had, took a long-ass pause. But it's all good, baby, baby. Yeah, yeah. Today. Today's hump day, and I'm on one. I'm your host, Mark Anthony Augustine, and sometimes they call me DJ Swift. DJ Swift Tronic, DJ Swift Fingers, DJ, whatever, I don't care. Whatever the fuck you want to call me, it's all good. Today is going to be a little bit short, a little bit quick. Um... So strap on you. You don't even need a seatbelt for this because we're just going down the alleyways. We're not really going on the re- like the regular street. We're just going down the alleyways and you don't really need your seatbelt. This is kind of like, actually, you know what? No, better yet. Better yet. We're in the parking lot. Okay. And we're just kind of going, we're doing lessons on how to drive. We're doing, we're giving lessons on how to drive. All right. And what we've been talking about lately, what I've been talking about lately is men need to rise up. Rise up, rise up. Men, men need to rise up, you know? And I think that like, because I had to do this, I had to put in the work for myself because there was a day and there was a time where I could have lost everything that I have, right? That mattered to me, uh, which is my family. And that no longer exists. That no longer is a factor. And what I had to do is I had to put in major, major work, right? So every man on this planet, if you call yourself a man, you should be able to pivot. Okay. Now, when I was growing up and I played little league baseball. So when I was young, I don't know what age that is. I was a little, little guy, right? Playing little league baseball in the majors. And I, my position was in the very beginning it was pitcher, but I didn't know how to pitch. I couldn't throw or, you know, I didn't do sports. So my mom said, hey, you want to try out? I just said yes. And here I am not knowing anything about sports. I don't have a dad. Didn't have a dad growing up. So no one ever threw a baseball to me. I had no idea what I was doing. And so I get out to the practice field, right? I get out on tryouts, whatever it is, you know, and I'm thinking I'm just going to go out there and act a fool, and be a fool and probably probably get cut. But the thing I have going for me is I have courage to step on that fucking field and say, I'm going to do this. Right. It looks fun. It's a way for me to be around guys. It's a way for me to be around uh, peers, um, to make friends and all that good stuff. And so I stepped on there. Long story short, I played Little League Baseball. Now, the coach had to teach me how to bat. I was a pitcher. Um, Long story short, I became a pitcher um, and a pretty good damn one. A pretty good damn one. A pretty good one um, within within my team and in my particular league. Um, When it came down, when it came down, I cannot talk today. With the deal, when it came down to me batting, 
I didn't know how to how to do it. Right. So all the fundamentals I didn't know. So I had to learn from scratch. I never I don't watch sports. Haven't watched sports. Still don't watch sports. Enjoy the physical activity. Most definitely. But watching sports is not my thing. That's it's to me. It's kind of a anyway. Um, no diss on anybody that watches sports. I just don't watch the men's, uh, what do you call, remember those shows? Um, soap operas. It's like men's soap operas. Like I'm cool. I don't understand it. I can understand women watching sports, but I don't understand men personally. I don't understand it, but great. And I might even go to a sports activity. I might even watch sports sometimes. I just like to be social. I give two shits about I, you can tell, I don't know what's going on. People are yelling and screaming. Oh yeah. I'm like, what, what, what happened? Even though I know, cause I played sports, but I'm just like, why are we jumping up and down? Cause it is anyway. Um, I love baseball. Baseball was my favorite, favorite sport to play. It, 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 it was something that I could really sink my teeth into. Um, and if it wasn't for my dumb ass, and me being afraid when I got to high school and then pony and I would have I would have went all the way. That was my goal was just go to college and go do it and go all the way. But I stopped at a little, being a little kid. So I didn't go anywhere. Not bitter about it, but that's just what it is. So as I'm stepping in the batter's box, the coach is coaching me step in the batter's box. OK, I'm in there and the ball comes. So I swing. And I think I fell over or I stumbled, right? And there's a few things to just a swing, a swing that, that most, if you don't know, if you've never played this, you wouldn't know this, this existed. And I've coached before as well, so I know that it's, it's challenging, right? But you have to step. There, there's a step that you have to take forward with, I'm, I'm what am I, right? right I, buy, I bet right-handed. So I'm on the right side of the box. Actually, I'm on the on the left side. But I'm yeah. I'm right-handed, so my right hand is in the back. My right elbow is in the back. I don't know how to explain that. But if it depends on how you're looking at the if you're looking at it from the pitcher side, I guess it is the right side. So I'm standing there and I fall over. He says, okay, you got to step forward with your left foot. Step forward with your left foot. Just a, just a little tiny step. Boom. And then your elbow has to be in a certain position. Your arms have to be in a certain position. Your hands on the bat have to be in a certain position. Um, and you swing. Now, in order to get a full swing the way your hips go, your hips are not facing the way you're going to end. They're facing away from the pitcher. So imagine if you're trying to swing... And your upper body swings, but your lower body doesn't. You're going to fall over. So your lower body must adjust to what the upper body is doing. So the higher self, right, would be your upper body. It has to, it has to adjust. So your pivot, this is what a man needs to do. And I call it the pivot, and I'll explain later what, the, what this is. So the pivot is, is you turning your foot. So your back right foot, you're turning on your toes, on the ball of your foot. You're turning and that gives you that gives you that that swing and your hips go can go forward and then you can then turn and then swing the bat and you get a more powerful swing. Now, that that's just a, in layman's terms. That's not every technical move. And I'm sure you can break it down way more technical. Again, I'm not a sports guy, but 
I I like to use these things when I'm when I'm coaching or when I'm when I'm dealing with myself. I like to use this pivot. So pivot is basically an adjustment that you have to make. Right. It can be different every time in real life. But the pivot is an adjustment you have to make in order to make change in order to follow through. Because if I if you don't make the pivot when you're up at bat. Try to swing with your feet just planted. It, you'll fall over. Try to swing with just a step without a pivot. You might hurt your knee. I don't know. If you're old like me, you might crack your knee or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, shoot. But you have to adjust. Your foot has has a lot to do with, with that pivot. has a lot to do with your swing in the bat. But right off the bat, right off the very in the very beginning, I didn't understand that when I was being coached my first time being coached. I, I was like, why does my foot have to turn? You know, everything has to turn. Same thing in MMA fighting. When you punch, you pivot that back foot because that, that's where your your power comes. It, it follows through with that foot. If you don't do it, you're going to fall over. The opponent can just knock you down. Right. Um. Again, I'm not a guru at all this stuff. This is just what I've taken and what I've chose to to use in in life. But you have to adjust. A man should adjust. A man should pivot. You should always be able to pivot. Pivot, pivot, pivot. And also what that means is not to be rigid. So you don't want to be rigid. You don't want to be all stiff and robotic. I am a robot. I am a robot. I am a robot and I am stiff and rigid and rigid. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy who's always fucking pissed off at everything. Just the littlest things. This, he just sets off little tiny little things. Always irritated. Always annoyed. Never smiles. He has to have liquor to, to like do things. Like that's just a pussy. Sorry. I'm not sorry. I don't even know why I said that. See, that was my lower self. And I wanted to show you that. When a man says sorry, it's like, well, why you say what you got to say? You know what I'm saying? People will adjust. And if they don't, then they'll move out of your way. And if they don't, then they're not for you. Right. Not everybody's for you. Not everybody's supposed to be supposed to be with you and around you. So these are the things. And I say it's funny how how I say all this, because one, I have to deal with this. This is these these are my this is that you are getting the relationship experience of, of Mark, of how I deal with myself and then how I deal with my manhood, because I'm really into that. Right. Because I believe that a man is a man. I don't need to be machismo and I don't need to stick my chest out and be rude to people. I don't need to do all that to be a man. And that's the thing that people skip. Well, I don't, I don't want to be a big I don't want to call myself a manly man, because then like people will think. I'm just going to here to push them over and, I, and I'm gonna, just going to train right through it. And I'm just going to like not care about them. Where do we get that stupid idea from? I'm here to change that shit right now. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. Yay. I'm here to change that. Squash that. Right. Because at least for me and my relationship and the women that I that if I were to talk to, I I can't be lesser I can't be less than a man. I can't be I can't come down to that level. Cuz eventually what's going to happen is is this. Scene 1. 
It's just you and your girl. Right? And there's something growing on her head. You know that it happens, but you're not keen to it just yet. You're not keen to it just yet. You don't know how to pivot and adjust to the things that are growing out of her head at the top of her head. There's two things that grow out of her head. And they're called horns. And no, they're not horny horns. This is not when she's horny. This is when she's hungry. And if you don't feed this beast, you're in trouble. Right? Because you won't know how to handle the situation after she's all mad and whatnot. And you don't know why. And then she's bringing up, you know, all the other things that you did last week. And you're like, I thought we dealt with that. That, that was over. You know what I'm saying? Um, they never forget. <clears throat> so you're in the car. And the the horny horns, the hungry horns, sorry, are coming out of her head. And let's say, you know, you got to go to the store. Okay. You're going to go to the mall. Right. Not the mall. You're going to go to a store, a store that doesn't have food. You're going to go. Right. You're going to drive. Right. And she's going to go. I'm hungry. And then right there, right there, the man, right? The so-called man, he's going to think, oh, oh, let me ask her what she wants. And wrong answer. <laughs> right? Because here's how this goes. Well, babe, what do you want to eat? I don't know. Well, I thought you were hungry. Well, I don't know what I want to eat. And you now you go. Let's have burritos. No, I had that for lunch. Or I had that for, I had that yesterday. <laughs> you're like, okay. Well, what do you feel like eating? I don't know. Well, if you're hungry, why don't you know what you want to eat? I don't know. Okay. So where should we go? I don't know. Where do you want to go? I want to go in and out. I don't feel like in and out. <laughs> You just asked me where I wanted to go. Yeah, but I don't feel like it. <laughs> what do you feel like eating? I don't know. Now, the conversation is a little bit different for every every scenario and every couple and every person is going to be different. But that's that's the bare bones of all. Rela- I, I hear it every single. I I can go to and be in a car with an old couple. And they're going to do the same thing. Well, maybe not, actually. If the dude is wised up, he may not do it. <laughs> but I know there's a very, very few. Actually, there's a few. Well, I'm not going to say that. So that's the conversation. And so for me, as a pivot, as an adjustment, I have to have a game plan already ready to go. Already ready to go. Right now, I'm speaking right now. My wife doesn't know it, but I have a box sitting in the seat over here. Full of goodies. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Well, I, can, I guess I can tell you because I'm about to give it to her. So in the box, let's see. In the box, I have, right, there's no food. There's no food. But in the box, well, I mean, I guess there's a little bit of food. I don't know what this is. There's liquor. <laughs> 
liquor. But it's not just any liquor. It's it's just like it's a it's um what is instructions on how to make different drinks. So vodka soda, Moscow Mule, and spice apple martini. Right? Now I don't know how to make this shit. However, I think maybe it'll be fun to just try it together. Right? Just fumble it. In any any case we're gonna get drunk and have sex, it's all good. But I figure like she works hard. Um, she takes care of our four kids all day long and works. So she's doing both at the same time. And it's, you know, we're, we're on, we homeschool. So, I mean, everybody homeschools now, but we've always homeschooled. And so I figured, okay, this would be kind of fun, right? It was a gift to me, right? That I signed up for or didn't have to, I just raised my hand, I guess. I don't know. And I thought, oh, this would be great for both of us. Fuck it, you know? It'd be fun. Now, I didn't ask her if she wants to do this. I didn't, like, check and, and, and babe, oh, do you, do you think you'd like this, babe? Like, would you want to do this? I didn't do all that, right? No disrespect, but I already know. Now, I already know she's, she's going to be hungry as well. So I got to have a game plan. Okay, like, okay, we'll do this. We'll do that. We can go over here. We can go over there. We'll fix this. Fix that. Yada, yada, yada. Having a game plan. This is something that I had to learn. I had to learn, got to have a game plan, right? And, and do I fail sometimes? Of course. Even, even the best, even the pros fail. So, but you have to learn how to pivot, men. You have to learn how to, to take the narrative of being a man, being a man's man, a manly man. Take that narrative and change it because that's what I'm doing. Because I'm, I'm very open. I'm very, um, I'm also conservative, but I'm also liberal, right? These are the terms that I can give two shits about, but these are, this is the language that this system, this world uses, right? Meaning I have very strict values. I have very, I have values that I don't sway from. Um, one of those values is I don't sway from, I don't care what situation it is. I don't care who's saying it or whatever. I don't belittle people. So when, when women like the feminists are belittling men, I don't, I don't stand for that. I don't stand for that just because it just doesn't make any sense because I've spoken to real, true feminist, actual people that have devoted their lives to being a feminist, meaning their motto is we can step in. A quote unquote, whatever a man's role is, we can step in and do the same job. They're going to do it differently, but they can do the same job. So if it's welding, they can weld. And there should never be a distinction of like, well, this is a man and this is a woman. And so it's going to be different. No, 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 honey. No, baby girl. No, -uh. no, no, boo boo. <laughs> uh-uh. It doesn't work like that. It just doesn't with me. But at the same time, I call myself I'm a man's man. I like that shit. I like the man's energy. I like to be the man's energy because I love my women 
submissive. I love my women to be women, right? You can be powerful because you're already powerful. I don't need to give you power. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't get you already. You were born with the power. Every woman has that power. So there's no reason to, to fight the power when you already got it. What are you fighting? You fight because you want equality. Well, well, you already there is no you're not equal, though. You're not as a black man. I'm not looking for equality. I'm looking for the same opportunity. I'm looking for the opportunity as a black man. I'm not like black lives matter. Black. Well, well, what that is. That's saying as if I used to believe that my life didn't matter. Now it matters because now. I'm black. I've always been black. My life always mattered to the utmost. I don't understand that one bit. Man, we need to change the narrative. Stop giving tacit approval. What is tacit approval? Tacit approval is when people say like, black lives matter. Black lives matter. Black lives BLM. BLM. The Bureau of Land Management. The Bureau of Land Management. The Bureau of Land. Oh, you didn't know? Do your research, baby. Do your research. Do your research. Black lives matter. Black lives... Come on, man. Gay lives matter. Gay li- Like, yeah. How... Why do we need to march for that? Why do we need to march for that? Men, it's time to rise up. It's time to rise up and say, you know what? Pedophilia. <laughs> Woo, I'm about to go off, bro. Man, this is where it gets strong. This is where it gets strong. When you're talking about uh, children and you're talking about um, abusing them and taking advantage of them, I don't stand for that. I don't care. I do not care. If you are God, if you are God and you become a pedophile, I will cut your head off straight up. I don't play that. I will go down fighting. I fight for all, all humans. And those that are, are children and that they can't defend themselves because a stronger person is manipulating them, their mind and their, and their physical body. Uh-uh. I've worked with pedophiles before in the jail system. I've talked to them before. I've, I've counseled them before. I don't put up with it. I don't stand for it. Let's say, I'm going to give you an example. Let me, let me show you how serious I am about this. Let's say, let's say uh, I go to work, okay, and the owner of the company, right, he's, he's got his wife and his kids, this, this, and that, and yada, 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 yada. And I get wind of him being a pedophile, I'm done. I'm not working for a pedophile. I'm just not. I'm not working for a pedophile at all. Let's say I go into a store and so I don't know how this would happen. Let's say I figure out the chef is a pedophile. Not eating the food. That's where I draw the line. I draw the line straight up. Straight up. Because when you when I. When I was with the, the jail system and and counseling these men and women and some of the stories will, that I've heard um, be me growing up sheltered 
Um, I didn't know that people live like this. Um, I didn't know that people were forced to do things that were completely gross and sick like this. I didn't know that dads were were sleeping with their daughters. I didn't I didn't I don't know that. That's not the world that I live in. But when you talk to these men that have done these things um and cons- and don't think there's anything wrong with it. That's that's what I'm talking about. This is where as a man and as a woman because a man could we can make the rule. Let's say we make the rule but the women are the one. You look at society. Look at society. Women are the one that. That's why they say women the one that they they rule the world, because they they can change a narrative really fast, real quick. You got long nails, short nails, purple hair, yellow. You know they make they make slutty a thing. You know what I'm saying? They make it a thing you can do on Instagram. Like it's all good. Men can't do that. Let let a man be on. On, on Instagram naked and whatnot. Be a man walking around with his with his dick out. That's not happening. Girls can walk around with the titties out. At a concert, it's all good. They don't get charged for rape and molestation and shit, but man, let a man whip out his dick <laughs> at a concert or something. <laughs> There's no way. That's, that's not acceptable. So anyway... That's where I draw the line. And as men, we need to rise up and begin to talk about these things and not stand for these things. I did an interview and I'm going to once I edit it and I'll put it out. It's a video um, with just one of, of a many, many groups here in the Bay Area. It's a Bay Area collective of uh, against um, human trafficking because human trafficking doesn't necessarily constitute sex it's just an enslavement it's a, it's an enslavement that they, they don't these people don't get pay sometimes it is about sex sometimes it isn't you know it's about power a lot of times and so i draw the line right there i don't have forgiveness for those men because i met them i met them in redwood city in the county jail mcguire Correctional facility. I've spoken to them face to face with no bars, no window, no glass, nothing. Human to human, multiple times. I've been in groups with them. And these people are shattered. And they've been broken. They've been, I, I, I heard it all. They've been broken. You know, where their their dad made them sleep with their sisters. You know, made their sisters um, give blowjobs to them, forcing them, their, their parents forcing them to do this to, the, to them on a consistent basis. They, they had to, you know, there's stories out there that I've heard that, um, and I'm trying not to say names and give you situations, but basically there's stories out there that, Fathers and moms um, would make their children stand out naked and face each other in the rain outside in their backyard and stand there for hours and hours and hours and then have to touch each other. It's it's crazy. You know what I mean? So imagine you grew up 
and you're like, this is, I'm a messed up person. I don't even like myself. I don't love myself. Right. At the, on the same token, get your shit together. You know what I'm saying? Understand that this is not right. But if you continue to, to walk this path as a man, I'm going to stop you if I can. And, and all my powers, if I have 2% of power, I'm going to use that 2, 2% to, to fight you as a pedophile. We don't stand for that shit at all. Now, let me, let me go deeper on this one. Let's say there is, you know, voting, right? We just voted. That's a good example. This is a good example, and, and there's people voting. If there is a if there is a way that I found out that you are associated, if you give money to or received money from any group or anything that has to do with pedophilia, we are done. It's a wrap. If for some reason I found out that somewhere in Apple, the CEO is a pedophile, then I wouldn't have an Apple phone. I don't play that. I don't do that. I don't sit around here going black lives matter, black lives matter, and then condone slavery and, and human trafficking. That does, what? What? And, and, and hatred. <laughs> that don't make no sense. So anyway, part two, men rise up, learn how to pivot, learn how to adjust, learn how to be the person that you need to be in any situation. I can be in any situation, any situation and learn the territory and adapt and adjust and pivot so that I can be a part of that situation and I can heal that situation or I can change that situation or I can be a part of that situation. I can learn from that situation. I can teach from that situation to that situation. Whatever the case may be. Right. But man, it's time to rise up. It's time to stop lying to your woman, to your women. Tell her who you are. Share with her who you are. Change the narrative of like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm no pussy, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't, you know, walk around t- talking about my feelings like these girls do, this, this, and that. Yeah, you do, man. Yeah, you do. I met some of the toughest men and I'm like, wow. All them tattoos and all the jail time that you did and all you locked behind prison and you crying over over this nigga. Come on now. (laughs) Come on now. I met him. I met him. They're very manipulative, very slick and sly and sneaky and disgusting. And so. We need to stop lying to our women. It doesn't make any sense how, you know, there shouldn't. In 2020, there shouldn't be any more men cheating on their women. If you know and understand and can move and adjust and pivot your your relationship style, you won't have to cheat anymore. I'm not. I make the claim that. That my wife and I, we are what you call a polyamorous relationship. Meaning we are capable of loving more than each other. We love our children. We treat them, we have four kids. We got to treat them all, we all, we love them 100%. There's no levels and oh, I love this one better than this one. This, no, 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 there's none of that. 
and our and our and our uh, intimate relationships, our romantic relationships, if it arises, and we have a crush or we we have feelings for, we're able to talk about those things because our communication is open. We're able to discuss with each other these feelings and these circumstances and these situations. We're able to discuss these things with each other. We're able to have a grown-up conversation. And maybe come to a, re- a resolution or maybe not at that time. But have the discussion. We don't do the, the slave mentality relationship. We don't do the world system of relationships. We, do, we, don't, we don't do that. That's just not what we do. And so that we don't have to lie. We don't have to lie. We share each other. We share with each other our worlds. You feel me? You smell me? You smell me? Because I put deodorant on. Let me put the phone to my armpit. You smell me? My phone actually smells good. So yeah, it it, it just it, there's one story after another. There's women, and it's it's funny because women get all tainted and whatnot, and they're like, I just want a man. I can, I just dreaming of a man. Who will love me, who will be devoted to me, this, this, and that. And, and men, we're not, there's very few men that are devoted to their women. I'm one of them, right? I'm, I am, it's, it's a sick, it's almost sickening how devoted I am and how I'm going to become. The plans that I have to be loyal to my woman, it, it, it's, it's like, think about like the, the regiment of an athlete and how different that is to your regiment and your workout. Like an athlete's workout, like Tori, uh, this dude I went to high school with, um, I can't think of his last name right now, but he's all over Instagram. He owns a gym out here in San Jose. Right. And I was there one of the first times that he ever worked out. I was actually there with him, with this other dude, um, uh, Tori and, uh, something green, Daniel Green, David Green. I can't think of his name right now. Um, and there was another guy there. And these guys, our PE teacher, Mr. Hayashida, not Hayashida, Hiroshima, Hiroshida, Hayashi, whatever his name is, opened up the gym because they, they went to the, the, the PE teacher and they were like, hey, dude, like, how come this gym sits here? All these weights sit here and no one ever opens this gym. No one ever uses it. Look, it's used for storage. Can we use a gym? And they they got the gym. They got the school. That was his. I don't know if he remembers this, but they got the school to to redo that. Um, take all that storage out and open up that weight room, that particular weight room. There was a section and there was gated off. And these guys got together and got the school to do that. I don't know if Tori's out there right now listening. But it, he has a gym now, but that was really his first gym. Other than his his home and whatnot, you know what I'm saying, with his boys and whatnot. But that at school, that was, that was his first gym because they were like, hey. And it wasn't just them. It was a bunch of folks, right? It was a bunch of the guys who were like, yeah, let's, let's go in here, you know, to the teacher or whatnot. But I talked to him and I go, I, I, I said, I want this body type. And he's like, well, here's what you got to do. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's that level of 
of loyalty that you have to your craft. And my the loyalty that I have for my craft when it comes to women is that's it. I own that's all I live for. There is nothing else. Now, now, I have my own personal manly duties that I do that 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 are for me, right? So I make sure that I do those things and make sure those things are are relevant and, and all that good stuff. But anyway, man up. All right. Knuckle man up. <laughs> Have fun with it, man. Enjoy your life, man. Smile, laugh, entertain yourself, man. Right? That's what it's all about, baby. Peace.